Well, hello there, y'all. I am so sorry. I already know y'all tired of me. I've been saying for the longest that I'm coming back, I'm coming back, I'm coming back. But you know, life just really be life in all the time. If it's not one thing, it's another. And I just do not have the time to make podcasts and edit and just life is life and it's just a lot going on. So yeah, I'm trying to be as consistent as I can be. But yeah, I'm gonna try to be consistent as I can be. And with me being consistent as I can be, we're going to see where that goes. But yeah, so like I said, life has been life. It's just been a lot going on. And I have actually gotten myself back into therapy. And this episode, I'm going to speak a little bit on that. And as you can see, the title of this episode is Be Mindful of Who You Are Vulnerable With. It's okay to cut people off. Being vulnerable with people can be very hard. It can be extremely hard to be vulnerable with somebody because the moment you are vulnerable with a person and they take that vulnerability and use it against you, it kind of makes you feel as if, well, damn, why was I vulnerable with this person? But yeah, we're going to talk about vulnerability. So without further ado, here is the Traveled Black Girl. When we speak on vulnerability, vulnerability is something that has literally just always been very hard for me to do because I always felt like when I'm vulnerable with someone that they have pretty much one up on me that they can just use whatever it is that I've told them against me and I also saw vulnerability as being weak and to be vulnerable with someone, it it took me a lot because of all the things that I have been through and all the things that I have seen and just different things of such. So being vulnerable was always hard for me to do. And sometimes you have to learn to know exactly who you can be vulnerable with because not everyone has your best intentions at heart. Not everyone is in your corner. A lot of people will come around and come into your life and just be there just to listen to your business and spread your business and it's crazy like it's really crazy so I'm gonna go over the Webster's Dictionary of Vulnerability so it's the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed either physically or emotionally quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked harmed or physically or emotionally like that's 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 big because when you're vulnerable you're literally opening up your heart to possibly be kind of taken advantage of by whoever you're telling so I'll tell y'all a story like I always it was a time in my life where I was talking to this guy I wasn't really into him but it was like it was in that transitional phase for me of me trying to get over my ex so let me go ahead and, you know, entertain someone to try to help me get over him. But y'all, that don't work. Um, so I'm talking to this boy and I'm not really feeling him. But y'all, on paper, he looked good. On paper, he was the guy that made six figures. He was the guy that could provide me a lifestyle that I wanted. He was that guy on paper. But in person, like, he was kind of overweight. He wore glasses. Not to say I have anything against people that wear glasses because I wear glasses from time to time. But 
he was just like that typical kind of quote unquote good guy type looking guy, um, if that makes any sense. But with that, it was just like I wasn't attracted to him. He was, you know, kind of overweight, kind of geeky in a sense. I don't like using that word. I'm going to say polished. He was kind of polished and he just was not my type and he was short. So looking at all those factors, I'm just like, okay, like, let me try to give quote unquote the good guy a chance because typically I don't go for the good guys, quote unquote. Uh, and I gave this good guy a chance, but I knowing I really wasn't attracted to him. So he kept trying to persistently, oh, I like you. I want to be with you. We can go here, we can go there. I'm going to provide you a lifestyle. And like, he was asking me like, what are my expectations of a man? Like, what do I require a man to give me a certain amount of money or pay a certain percentage of bills or just like certain things that I liked as a woman? He wanted to know what type of things I liked. So we're going over all that. And I'm just like, okay, maybe I can like him because you know, da da da. And it was this one time in specific that he, I can't remember what exactly he said, but he said something that really just got on my nerves. And I'm like, I don't even like this boy for real. Like, you really gonna say this to me? So I ended up telling him like, hey, I don't want to talk to you no more. I wish you all the best. Take care. The whole nine. So I had told him, as all of you know, who have been listening to the Travel Black Girl previously, I have been in an abusive relationship, more than one. Um, my ex that played in the league and then another previous relationship before that. But yeah, so I told him everything because at that time, like I said, I was trying to get over my ex. So the basically near death experience that I had with my ex, it was kind of like flashing back in my mind. So I told him, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm thinking about going back to therapy because like I keep having these flashbacks and like I'm just nervous, like just a lot of different things. So he, like that moment when I told him that I no longer wanted to talk to him anymore, he was like, oh yeah, since you don't want to talk to me anymore, like, yeah, you definitely need therapy, you not okay, da 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 like just blowing up in my face that I told him I was going back to therapy. And like from that moment on, it was just like, oh boy, you dead to me. Like, don't ever think for a second that you finna sit here and use something I told you like me being vulnerable with you, me trusting you and being open and honest with you. Like, and then you use that against me at a moment that I'm down and out. And then you want to, oh, no, I didn't mean it like that. Like, no, you good. Like from that moment on, I knew like, okay, like the type of person that he is, he throws low blows, you know, when he's upset. And I knew from that moment on that I could not be vulnerable with him anymore and that he was a person that was getting the hell up out of my life because I don't have time for that at all but yes you just have to be mindful of when you are being vulnerable with someone because as in that situation that I just told y'all about a person can literally use that to their advantage and literally try to hurt you and destroy you by using what you said against you and sometimes it's best to be vulnerable with yourself. Get you a journal, write down how you're feeling, talk to God. Like lately, like I said, life has been lifing. I've been going through some things and I've just been lately having cry sessions where I'll put on an instrumental and I'll just cry and I'll pray to God and I'll tell him my needs, my wants and just asking to help me get through it and everything of such. And it's really been helping me. And sometimes we're not vulnerable with ourselves and we don't look at the picture for what it is. 
we just look at what we want and we don't look at, okay, maybe God is putting me through this so that I can get to something better. And we don't understand everything that's going on at the moment. But I'm telling you, the moment you get vulnerable with yourself, baby, you won't need to be vulnerable with anybody else. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be vulnerable with anybody else. What I'm saying is just be mindful of who you're vulnerable with. See if you can trust that person. See if that person really has your best interest at heart because not everybody has your best interest at heart. Specifically what my therapist, I have been seeing a new therapist and with the new therapist I've been seeing, she has been really tapping into things that my old therapist didn't because when I went to therapy before, the therapist that I had, it was kind of like she pretty much was saying generic stuff. She was like, oh yeah, you're suffering from depression. You know, you're sad. You know, you shouldn't be that way and blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> okay. And my old therapist, she, I will say, she did uncover that I had childhood trauma, which I didn't, I don't want to say I didn't know childhood trauma did not exist, but I want to say I didn't know childhood trauma existed to the extent that it existed in my life and how it's playing out in my adult life and my adult relationships and my adult interactions with other people. I didn't know it had that much hold on me until, you know, she uncovered okay, you suffer from attachment issues, you suffer from abandonment issues. So this is why we're in those previous relationships, those previous abusive relationships, why you kept going back because you were trying to fill that void. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. So with my new therapist, she's actually using actual terminology, like book terminology of what I am suffering from. So for example, she was like, okay, I told her all the things that I have been going through and things that I've gone through in the past. And she's like, oh, that's anxious attachment. And I'm like, anxious attachment? What is anxious attachment? And I went ahead and I looked it up and boom. Anxious attachment is the type of insecure attachment style rooted in the fear of abandonment and insecurity of being underappreciated. People with anxious attachment styles also called preoccupied attachment disorder, often feel nervous about being separated from their partner. Okay, let's see how that looks. So anxious, someone who is anxiously in love, if your significant other says, I need some time alone, you're automatically thinking, what did I do wrong? How can I fix it ASAP? Man, that's me. If your significant other says, sorry, I didn't text back sooner. I was chatting with a friend. Who is this person and why are they taking priority over me? If Bay says, I'm going to have to cancel, work is piling up, I need to get this done. I think this bastard is cheating on me and they're not gonna get away with it. I'm like, damn, this is me to the T, like what? And then going even further. So someone who is an anxious attacher, they typically are desirous of a relationship and tend to give a lot. That's me, settle a lot, that was me, to make a relationship work when they feel threatened, they try to control the situation. So I'm just reading all this stuff and I'm like, wait, this is like insane. I never knew that people actually have attachment styles and those attachment styles are based on their childhood. And hey, literally this anxious attachment style literally taps into my childhood. Like all my childhood, my mom wasn't there. My dad wasn't there. So, which is why I suffered from, you know, 
um, abandonment issues. And it's like, I was thinking back to previous relationships that I was in. And every time the moment I felt like, okay, this is starting to go left, I'm doing everything I can to try to make it work, to keep this person in my life, to keep this person a part of me, because I want that family. I want that marriage. I want I want this this little piece of happiness to stay a part of my life, even if this person was hurting me, even if this person was doing everything wrong. I still wanted them to be a part of my life because I was used to them being there. It felt safe. It felt familiar. And I didn't realize, hey, it's something wrong with the fact that you keep staying with someone who's knowingly hurting you or someone who knowingly isn't treating you right after you have communicated with them. So I could not understand for the life of me why I was dating the same person over and over again in different people. And boom, my therapist in the first freaking session uncovered that I suffer from anxious attachment. So pretty much there are, I'll say four different attachment styles as an adult that you can have. And everyone has an attachment style, no matter what walk of life you have gone through, no matter what type of parents you had, no matter what childhood you had. Everyone has an attachment style. The ultimate goal in attachment style that you should be is a secured attached person, which just means that with or without this person, I'm good. So if we break up today, I'll be good. If we stay together, I'll be good. That is the type of attachment you should have. But a lot of us, because we have gone through childhood trauma or traumatic things have happened in our lives that have caused us to become a certain attachment style. And then also like with me, I just, I knew that it was time for me to go back to therapy because it was a lot of things that were still triggering me that I thought I healed from. And I'm like, yeah, Lauren, you you haven't healed from this. And that's the thing with the healing journey. It does not happen overnight. It doesn't happen three months. It doesn't happen six months. It may not happen a year for some. It may not happen two years for some. It is okay to get therapy. It is okay to talk to somebody about the issues that you're having because so many people have this stigma. When it comes to therapy that, oh, you're crazy if you go to therapy. Oh, you uh, must just not be able to talk within yourself to get, no. This, like, like this anxious attachment style, like, baby, I need help healing from this. Because this, this, it can be a bit much. It can be overwhelming. Even, you know, for my partner and for me, it could be overwhelming. Because as someone who's an anxious attachment person, your mind is always going to be running 24-7. What is my partner doing? Who are they with? Why didn't they answer the phone? Who are they texting? Are they cheating on me? Are they still happy with me? It's just a lot as an anxious attachment style person that runs through your mind. And your person could be doing everything right. However, your mind is going to typically wonder because of the attachment style you are. And then with being vulnerable, I would say that after that situation that I told you guys about, I kind of swept it under the rug and I was vulnerable with someone else. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like when I got vulnerable with someone else, like you took that vulnerability, the very things that I told you I went through, and then you put me through more things. And it's just like, damn, damn. Like, How can I trust 
continuing to be vulnerable with people. If people keep showing me when I'm vulnerable with you, you take that and you use it to your advantage. I would say the best thing to do is to pray for discernment. Ask God to show you. And that's that's all I've been doing lately. Asking God to show me if this person has my best interest at heart, if this person is supposed to be a part of my life, if this person is supposed to be a part of me. And when I tell you, God always shows up and shows out. He does. He definitely does. Like I said, it is okay to be vulnerable with yourself. Go ahead and get you a journal. A journal that I have been using lately is the self-care workbook for black women. Y'all, when I tell y'all, Chef Kiss, like amazing, 10 out of 10, definitely recommend. It has a bunch of different exercises per day that you can go through and do just to help to get yourself some self-care. Because often, me, 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 often we forget about ourselves when we get in relationships. That's another thing. Every time that I have gotten in a relationship or while I'm in a relationship, I just go over and beyond for my partner. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm making sure he good. I'm always answering the phone. I'm always making myself available. I'm always doing so much. And it's like I literally lose sight of who the hell I am. I lose sight of myself, the things that I like to do. And it's like I allow that person to be the center of my happiness, the center of my sadness, the moment things are not going good. You know, I'm sad, I'm happy. So that's another reason why I went ahead and got another therapist because that's not healthy. You should be able to be happy within yourself, with or without a person. And the moment you find yourself being happy because that person is making you happy or being sad because that person is making you sad, it's not okay. It's it's not okay. And like I it's okay to get therapy, to get the help that you need because you're going to keep going through the same cycle over and over again if you don't heal from the things that have made you who you are today. Because as a kid, I guarantee you every one out of two people has some type of childhood trauma, adolescent trauma, grown-up trauma, whatever the case may be. Have you ever asked yourself, why do you keep going back to that relationship? Why can't you be alone by yourself? Why do you feel the need to be in a relationship? Why do you feel the need to stay in this relationship that's no longer serving you? Why do you feel the need to stay in a relationship and you know your significant other is cheating on you? Or you're being disrespected? Or your significant other is putting their hands on you? Just a lot of different things. It's a reason behind why you are dealing with the certain things that you are dealing with. And until you wake up and realize this is not a healthy way of being, until you wake up and realize that you matter, until you wake up and realize that your happiness matters, until you wake up and realize that you don't need this person to function, you're going to keep going through the same thing over and over again. You have to want better for yourself, better for your kids, better for your life. Break those generational curses. Let go and allow yourself to be loved properly. Let go and allow yourself to love yourself properly because time and time again, I would tell myself like, oh my gosh, I'm so in love with myself. I love myself so much. But the things that I was allowing a man to do, the things I was allowing myself to go through shows that I don't love myself as much as I think that I love myself. Yes, on the outside, 
People can appear to be good, but inside, internally, a lot of people are dealing with a lot of stuff. With me, I'm not even gonna lie to y'all, I've been depressed. And when I'm depressed, I'm more of like a functioning person that's depressed. So I can get up and put on this face and act like everything is okay. But deep down inside, I'm so hurt. On my way to work, I'm crying. Um, while I'm at home in bed, I'm crying. Like, I don't really wear my feelings on my sleeve, but I can be internally feeling some type of way. So with that, I have to just pull myself out of it. That's another reason why I went ahead, got another therapist, because, yeah, I had to pull myself out of it. And I'm here to let y'all know that life is not perfect. Things are not always cut out the way they seem to be. Stop believing everything you see on social media because I guarantee you that every relationship and everything that seems like it's glitter and gold on social media, it's not. <laughs> Baby, it's not. So go at your own pace. Don't compare your life to anybody else because your life is your life and God designed you to be great in your own life at your own pace. So allow yourself to do that. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of everything your heart desires. You are worthy of getting everything you want. But you have to believe that for yourself. You have to stay true to you. And you have to make sure that you are doing everything you need to do to do self-care for yourself. And everything else will fall in place. My herb recommendation for today, y'all, it's, it's been a lot. It's been a lot of things that I have been coming across that are just 10 out of 10 definitely recommend so amazing um so my herb of the day i don't know if you guys know but a lot of mushrooms have amazing qualities like amazing qualities to help boost your immune system with everything going on in the world covid and all these different things that are happening you need some type of immune boosters like for real so it's this one immune booster it's called the i think it's called like the five defender uh mushrooms and that it's it's a it's a mushroom powder and i just really add it to my smoothies and yeah when i tell you this stuff boosted my immune system amazingly like 10 out of 10 definitely recommend get you some you just want to make sure that you are taking your herbs, that you are doing everything you need to do. Just making sure that you are taking care of you because you only have one life to live, baby. You only have one life to live. That is all I have for y'all today. I really hope that y'all are happy to hear me back. I'm trying to get some visuals going. I need to paint my office. I need to set up my... um my computer desk, my chair, like I bought everything is just sitting in my third bedroom. I need to paint. It's just so much, so much stuff that I have to do. And I just have to just get myself together. But I'm going to bring y'all some visuals because like I feel like visuals put everything together. And yeah, I plan on making another episode. I'm trying to get y'all to this week. Thank you so much for continuing to support the Travel Black Girl. I still see y'all downloading my episodes. I know I haven't made episodes in a while, but every week I get a, a synopsis saying how many people downloaded my Travel Black Girl and y'all still be downloading, y'all still be listening. I really appreciate it. But like I always say, catch you later, beautiful.